Sci-fi. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. Uh, we're we're teleconferencing, so there might be some pauses. Apology for that. Uh, this is a Starburns Audio Produced podcast. Hey, if you want to be a subscriber, become a friend of Charlquan, just go to patreon.com slash real life sci-fi. Uh, we do two bonus episodes a week That'll um, get you eight ep- that are declining eight, in quality. Yeah. <laughs> eight extra episodes a month. You're going to love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard, hard now that we're under quarantine. We don't have a lot to talk about, but uh, uh, yeah, that's where it is. And thank you if you are a Patreon subscriber. Uh, let's welcome aboard the SSRLSF, our good friend, comedian, Matt Dwyer. Matt, how's it going? <laughs> it's good. I, I I don't know if I could still consider myself a comedian because I haven't been on stage in like uh, three, four years. Oh, I kind of fucked up your intro forward. because I, sh- I should have said your podcast, which is called Conversations with Matt Dwyer. Uh explain like what is the concept of that you just interview interesting people basically right yeah it i i just it took me five years to discover that the common theme in the show is redemption i've had a lot of people who were um who've gone to prison who were junkies and sort of uh came back and started new lives uh like wayne kramer from the mc5 or uh i recently like my return episode was uh kenneth e hartman who at 19 murdered a man accidentally murdered a man in a drunken fist fight in a park was sentenced to life in prison. And while he was in prison, he, uh, he fell in love with a woman outside, began to reform his life, wrote a letter to the city of long beach, apologizing for his crime. And that letter ended up being published and it led to him becoming a writer and writing a memoir. And by like circumstance, he ended up getting released from prison by Jerry Brown. And now he's like a prison activist and, uh, uh, you know, works with prisoners and homeless people. And it's a, the dude's life is incredible. The book that he wrote, mother California is just fucking mind blowing. <laughs> it's like, or like I've, the episode I re- recorded today was with an ex Nazi skinhead who oh, now helps snap. people get, get out of, uh, he has a new book called uh, breaking hate. That's and his memoir, uh, white American youth is about his getting into the white skinhead movement in Chicago and, how he got out and it's like oh, intense fuck, stories. Dude. Some of them. Yeah. Now at the so, end of the, not, these episodes, yeah. you, sorry, at the end of these episodes, you fist fight your guests, right? And how did, how did those <laughs> go? Did, did they, did they beat? Uh, <laughs> well, sometimes, I, yeah. Well, some of my guests are in their seventies and eighties. So that helps me win. Um, <laughs> The, right. the prison reform guys try not to fight anymore, so I have to really provoke them because they're very much anti-violence. <laughs> yeah. uh, I interviewed an 85-year-old Jewish guy who was part of the uh, Freedom Riders with Martin Luther King. Kicked his ass pretty easily because um, he, he pulled the pacifist thing, and then he's 85, so it was a no-brainer. It was yeah, kind of a Tyson-ass I mean, how fight. could you lose? One knock, and that dude was down, and I felt like a champion. <laughs> I knew what it felt like to be Muhammad Ali for okay, one moment. Okay, conversations with <laughs> conversations I lost with everybody. Dwyer. Is it? Is it just? No, it's it's the fucking internet. I swear, I'm I'm like ten seconds delayed <laughs> yeah, from you guys. Oh, lags no, I was just gonna say I'd lost everybody who wanted to listen to the show after I <laughs> beat up an old man. <laughs> um, 
it's, uh, uh, where, it's where, where, where is it at? Find out you didn't beat them up. It's <laughs> it's streaming free on all podcast apps. I'm no longer with a network since uh, my network that I was with for a number of years folded. So I just decided to do it independently and. Uh, all the episodes are there. You can go to the mattdwyer.com and that's the uh, link to pretty much everything. Podcast, social networking, media, and social networking. I run the movie there uh, 24-7. It streams. So watch. <laughs> Worst joke ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's weird because that's not far-fetched these days. Like... I'm a part of a Zoom meeting that there is a movie theater and there's just constantly a movie playing in there. Really? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's what people have resorted to in these times of of uh, quarantine. I haven't looked for uh, any illegal movies yet, but I used to be really good at that. I can't, I can't figure it out anymore. Well, it's weird now because, like... You know, you have to take a couple precautionary steps these days. Um, if you're just if you're just pirating, like your service provider knows. <laughs> <laughs> I was finding them streaming. Yeah, you got to get a VPN. Yeah, I need to get one of those. I was streaming. I could, you could I, like I found uh, the what was that movie with Tom Hanks? The the Post or whatever the movie was about. Well, anyway, it, I wish I hadn't found it. It was a really boring movie. <laughs> I've never heard anyway, of that. The Post. It was with Tom Hanks, and it was about the Nick. It was about the Nixon bullshit. It was out oh. a couple years ago. Spielberg directed it. It was terrible. What was the movie he did where they were trying to to say Dungeons and Dragons was killing kids? Oh, I saw that. I saw that in high school or before. That was. I think that was like around the time he was doing Bosom Buddies. Yeah, I, I it was like early, early Tom Hanks. I didn't see it, but I bought it. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, you know, it's a really good wormhole of bad movies to go down um, on the Internet to read about and to watch is Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that movie is so bad. It's like <laughs> and to read about like it. Kiss like all the band. Stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You thought that they could have accidentally done some cool things. Oh. Oh, it's it was bad, but it's like I can't remember. But I went like spent a night like drinking booze and reading about it on like Wikipedia and various other pages, and it's just like it was just a disaster. And I think some of them were like super high, like Ace Freely might have been super high and disappearing, and they had to dub people's voices in because they had such bad New York accents. What? <laughs> 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 like Ace Freely's voice is not his, and. I, I, maybe Peter Chris. I don't. I can't remember. Gene Simmons has a weird thing, and they plus none of them can act. It's just like painfully terrible. Did you guys watch um, the Snowman with uh, Val Kilmer's in it? But it was because he had throat cancer or something like that, and so they dubbed over all of his lines. And it's the weirdest. They chose like the weirdest voice. It's a piece of shit movie. Um. It's not even fun to watch. Do you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? What's it called? The Snowman. Oh, mm, no! I keep thinking no. of Jack Frost when you say that. I keep. <laughs> I, th- I was thinking of Falcon and the Snowman. <laughs> Kilmer was like a part of some really great movies, and then it like his career just went south like instantaneously. He was just doing like really shitty 
straight to video, straight to China movies. China. I think I think you can blame it all on the Saint. Oh, I love the Saint, but you're probably right. When he plays I that old that old professor guy. <laughs> no, so you got to watch the Saint because he's like he's like supposedly a master of disguise or something like that, and so he's doing like <laughs> accents the entire time and he's wearing like prosthetics and he's got like gross teeth for some of them and it's just like and it's supposed to be like an action movie and it's just like what what why did you make this movie it's pretty we were just watching it the other night it's pretty great i saw roadhouse for the first time like six months ago what the fuck i because i always have an aversion to these enjoyably bad movies because i'm like what was but that was incredibly it was incredible. I would watch it again. It was so bad. Did you? Yeah, Roadhouse, is, um, Roadhouse is super entertaining. It's just the dumbest thing in the world. Did you see MacGruber, the movie? No, I hear that's great. No, oh, okay, okay. Well, they, they, there's a callback in that to, to Roadhouse, and I, I wonder. Oh, really? Well, they do the throat, the throat kill, throat punch. Dude, thing. you got to watch MacGruber. MacGruber is funny as it's, shit. It's really good. It's. I think it's. It's one of my top three Saturday Night Light movies, Saturday Night Live movies of all time. Oh fuck! I'm. I am out of it. I forgot to. You guys keep talking. You didn't hit, you didn't hit record. Oh shit! I'm recording. Good. <laughs> I did that once. I blew like halfway through an interview. I realized I wasn't recording, and it was like this guy who ran a. Uh, like he was ran a, dr- a drug rehab center, but he was telling me all of his st- like bottoming out drug stories, and they were like incredible. And I didn't Fuck. catch any of it. <laughs> I, I did that once, and it was like, you know, you can't go back. It's like, well, let's just keep moving forward. Did you did you make him tell his stories again? No, I just kept moving forward. <laughs> right, I know. I have blown in complete episodes, and I did interview the person again. And it actually turned out better. No, oh, but sweet. Uh, but uh, you know, overall, it's pretty. It's pretty hard. I mean, that's a nightmare. It's like it's like in the old days of the internet when you would write an email and then you would lose it and you'd have to write it all over again. Do you guys remember having to do that? It was a fucking huge pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. especially if it was a detail, a detailed. Yeah, yeah, it was so yeah. bad that I started like drafting emails before <laughs> like on word you know i miss i miss the days where you could uh like when aol you could send an email and as long as they haven't read it you could get it back because i've saved my ass a few times holy fuck that I didn't way. Know about that <laughs> yeah google Can we talk about that you- real quick yeah, yeah, Gmail lets you undo, but like only for like ten seconds or something. Why? Why yeah, are these tech companies time. making it? Yeah, why are they making it worse for us? Like the Facebook thing, or like any chat kind of thing where you can see if they've read it. Yeah. Like, wh- <clears throat> why is that beneficial to anybody? Because all that does is build neurosis. Well, the people that that write this stuff, they're all uh, you know controlling and and neurotic. So. It's, it's a good idea. But one of the worst things in the world is seeing that <laughs> yeah. someone read your message and then totally ignoring you. Yeah. Like, then you how, get, why? Then you why? get to call and be like, I know you read it. Did you Did you not have an answer? <laughs> just makes me want to not use your fucking platform. Like, I don't want people to know when I've read their message. Yeah. It also stokes, like, the crazy 
stalker guy because he's like, I fucking know she read it. Like, what the fuck's totally. wrong with you? know, it just it's like it's asking to kill people. I hate, hate Facebook. Hours. I got off Facebook for a couple. Oh, and an old me would have that stuff would have driven me crazy. I only got back on Facebook recently to help a friend with a political campaign, and boy, it's a fucking. It's the worst. Dude, my thing is like, you just have to not pay attention to it. Like, do your stuff and get out. That's what I've been doing. I, but I like posted one joke and then like somebody's posting articles of how I'm wrong. And I'm like, first of all, this is a joke, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just like, it was a joke and it's like turned into this huge thing. And I'm just like, if you, any of you fucking people have lot, like, it's like, do you just I, sit here all day waiting to pounce on people? I've been in a two week long argument about why uh, calling the, the coronavirus the Chinese virus is racist. I'm, yeah, I uh, mean, uh, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's all garbage. Like, that's the thing. It's like, I, I read an article I've mentioned a few times called, uh, I think it was called like the addiction to anger and like, being angry is as good a drug as you can get. Like people love it. And so they spend all their time online just like disagreeing with people because it's feeding these endorphins that they have and they fucking love it. Like there's nothing better than seeing that you got a reply to your comment so that you can go read it, be enraged again, and then respond to them. I have to keep reminding them. I'm like, I'm not arguing all of the things that you think, you know, as soon as somebody finds out that you're liberal whether you're labeled Democrat or not, like they attach these other arguments to you, whatever. Uh, yeah. Fuck. I noticed. I did a, uh, go on. Oh, I was just going to say uh, the difference I in my different social media feeds is that the people, on my Facebook page tend to be older and have money and health insurance. So they're all like the things that they get upset about or get behind are, I'm just like, yeah, cause you have, Money and healthcare. <laughs> it's like, of course you love Joe Biden. He, you yeah. have healthcare. It doesn't fucking matter to you. You yeah. have no stakes in this game. So I did a bad job launching the show. I forgot to uh, read a review. Uh, I, I feel like a piece of shit. Oh, it's all right. Uh, yeah, okay, you know, uh, you know, this is where <laughs> I get off. Thank you for having me. Uh, but that's just out of line, Wade. Strike three. If you had three strike, uh, strikes as a guest, to be like, all right, well, fuck, man, you me. <laughs> Read the review. Um, I want to hear the review. Okay, so here's a five-star review. If you have a five-star review, leave it on iTunes. We'll read it on the air. Uh, my new favorite podcast. This is by, oh, my God, he's got a fucking website for his name. Oh, this is one of our Patreon. His website, I guess, that he wants us to go to, or he wouldn't have posted it. Is Fiverr with two R's dot com slash Ryan Calderon. Ryan Calderon. Make more episodes on the true age of the Sphinx, ancient cycles of civilization, coronal mass ejections, and the conspiracy surrounding the old guard of Egyptologists refusing to update history. So less of a review, more of a mandate for Willie. Fuck yeah, dude. No. <laughs> Zawi Hawes is touring the United States and he's the guy that's the biggest problem for fucking Egypt. Right. Um uh, You're so super Dwyer, into this stuff, right, Wayne? Yeah. Wait, I'm super into it. No, uh, oh, I meant Willie. I said, did I say Wade? You know why? Cuz I think about you so much, Wade. That handsome <laughs> face. <laughs> Um, I was uh, just telling Willie on the bonus 
that I'm sick of my face because I'm FaceTiming so many people. I'm on all these chats and I'm constantly looking at myself and hating me. Start wearing no, a mask. Don't hate yourself. Be, be, play a character. Yeah. You look like the Wade that I've always known. You, don't, yeah. you look like good old, good old Wade. One of the good things about looking 40 when you're 25 is that you still look 40 when you're 40. <laughs> oh, see? You were ahead of your time. <laughs> um, so what we do here with our guests is we do something called the WOW scale. It stands for Waiter Willie. It's a five-question test, and it's going to judge. It's going to put you on the spectrum of are you a Wade or are you a Willie? Okay. Wow scale. Are you a Wade or are you a Willie? Okay. The first question is a three-parter. I'll I'll ask all three. And then you can answer in in sequential. Okay. Do you believe in aliens? If so, have they ever visited Earth? If so, have they visited Earth in the last three hundred years? Can I say I don't care? <laughs> I, I mean, I overall. You know no, what? You I know mean, what? What? Hang on. That might be the most weighed answer of all time. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I mean, it, it, to me, it's like it's such a trivial. It's like if they exist, I mean, okay. What, what can I do about it? I don't know. If, like, I have no proof that they were here. I think, uh, I don't know. Like, it's why, why bother my brain with it? I don't, maybe I don't that smoke is... enough weed or. <laughs> that is, is you are mimicking me from past episodes. Like, well, this is great. This is great to hear, though, because it's gonna. I mean, like, this topic is <coughs> is important to me because of what you are saying. You know, I am like, not that I am gonna try to convince you, but it's like, it. I think it's important. Well, whatever. Uh, yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> Well, I right, mean, I've watched. Second question. I've, okay. Unless do you do you want to? You can go elaborate. Oh, I just I you know I when I had a spell where I wasn't drinking booze and I was staying in and watching Netflix. I watched a ton of those alien uh, documentaries, but it's all it's all you know they never have any opposing uh, people. It's like it's all confirmation bias. So it's like if you watch a bunch of those, you're like, fuck yeah, they built the pyramids. That's, but that's my problem too. Not like I and I'm I'm I believe in all this stuff, and I, that's why I also don't like that show because it's like, well, yeah, it's like. You, you all know, right, you, question two: Do you okay. believe in ghosts? No. Um, where you? Where you? You're from Chicago, like Chicago, Chicago. My childhood was spent outside of Chicago, but I lived in the city from my teens to for like 15, 16 years. Were you raised religious at all? Sort of. We were Catholic, but like my my parents, we didn't go to church. My parents got, I was the youngest of five, so they got pretty sick of Catholic church. So they bailed before I was around. But, uh, you know, we believed in God and Jesus, but we never, never really ever talked about it much. Damn, I had no idea. You You have four older siblings. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, uh, uh, boys. 
I'll, 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 <laughs> oh shit, dude. angry, angry Irish, fucking working class <laughs> dudes. Except my one brother. Wow, you're like uh, you're like one of those movies from the '80s or something. Yeah. With one that I, fucked up family, you know, the the fucked up Irish Catholic family. Yeah, there's a lot of those in the '80s. I was trying to think of there's, there's <laughs> fuck. There's one with Sean Penn. There's a couple of those with Sean Penn actually. Um, okay, and, question uh, Gary, three. Oh man, sorry, we're gonna be stepping all over each other. This That's delay okay. is fucking unforgiving. Um, question three: Do you believe in Bigfoot? No. I did have a Bigfoot <laughs> doll when I was a kid, though. I had from the uh, Six Million Dollar Man show. Oh snap! So I, <laughs> and I had the Six Million Dollar do- Man doll. Fucking cool. Okay, well, you've aged yourself. I met him. Uh, question it, four. It was cool to meet him. Do you? Lee Majors? You met Lee Majors? Yeah. Fun Lee Majors fact he was cast in, he was going to be Joe Buck in Midnight Cowboy, but he was doing Big Valley, and Big Valley and the network wouldn't let him do it because it was rated X, and Big Valley was kind of a family show. Wow. Fun <clears throat> His life would have been completely different if he oh, played geez. Joe Buck. Dude, like, it wouldn't have been as good. I don't think. <laughs> he had a pretty good life. Still alive. Wait, well, who who did play Joe Valley? Was it Pacino or who was who was in that? Joe Buck was uh, was a uh, uh, it was Dustin Hoffman and uh, John, John Boyd. Dustin played. It's a great movie. I've never seen it. I don't watch rated X movies, except for when I'm <laughs> jerking it. Uh, Clockwork Orange is rated X as well. Oh, snap. What well, came out before um, ratings, right? Yeah, it was delayed. They they wouldn't release it for a long time. Or like a few years. Question number four. Do you believe in psychics? Fuck no. Yeah, all right. Um, question five. <laughs> Do you have any superstitions? Uh, yeah, but it's just neuroses. It's not really, it's, you know, it's just crazy brain. It's not, uh, I like when I used to do, sh- when I would do shows at second city, we had to wear suits. So if I had a bad, if I, if I wore a new tie and I had a bad show, I never wore the tie on stage again, but that's just like crazy baseball stuff. It, there's no logic to it. It's just my crazy brain. Well, the ties there is have- a, there's a reason that we're friends and it's because, Every single answer is 100% a weight answer. Well, it's and weird so because we've never had zero. We've never had this strong of a zero before. Yeah. It's crazy. I didn't know how similar we were. <laughs> that's why I kiss your face when I see you at parties. <laughs> and that's why I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Willie, what are we talking about? Hit us with the topic. Tonight on Real Life Sci-Fi, the USS Nimitz UFO incident. These crazy things been proven to be true? Could they be real UFOs? Are we being stopped from joining the galactic universe? All that tonight on Real Life Sci-Fi. Okay. Let's get into real life. 
Real life. Dwyer, have you heard of this? This UFO incident? Yeah. Um, vaguely, but then, of course, I've looked before the past. Okay. And then, well, here's, uh, what, yeah. here's what we know. The USS Nimitz uh, UFO incident. So, first of all, the USS Nimitz is still in uh, whatever you call it. Um, what's it called? When, it's still out there in the seas. Yeah, I know. It's... Uh... Still operational. It's a giant aircraft carrier. It, it's it's pretty old. I think it was like one of the first five aircraft carriers that they built. I think I want to say I read that at some point. But uh, the UFO incident was a radar radar visual encounter of a UFO by U.S. fighter pilots in 2004. There's a ton of stuff on this. There's video you can see the the little the the video screen of the radar you, like you can see the little ufo like flying around and going crazy um because there's so much info out there i just want to read this one guy has three things three explanations this guy defense and security writer kyle uh i want to say mizokama <laughs> Uh, suggested that it could be either an equipment malfunction or classified government technology or extraterrestrial <clears throat> extraterrestrial origin. Um, I also, I, when I was looking this up, I found this guy who I think was he was one of the so is a is a horrible discovery channel show that somebody had like ripped and put online and so it didn't chiron his name but he was talking about these things they were just on a training exercise he saw like 10 of them on his radar and so he sent a jet out to like approach them and once they approached them it started going crazy he said that the thing it would it would just drop down almost to the ocean and then just like shoot straight up into the air. And he said that there is no way that there could be any, any living life form on it because it was hitting. I don't know if he's right, but he said it was hitting 1350 G's. And so if anyone was in there, they would be liquefied because the human body can only stand about three G's, which I thought was interesting. And this yeah. was like, you know, one of these military guys. So that's kind of like the only real <clears throat> life stuff that I did. Um, oh, also it's a tic-tac. It's like a tic-tac shape. It didn't have any wings or anything like that. And I think he said it was I like saw 50 him. feet long. I saw his video. My thing is, how does he know how many, how fast it was going? And it, it seems like if it was moving that quickly, how would his eyes register that? Yeah, register what he was seeing. The guy that the guy that I'm talking about, it was all radar. So it was he wasn't one of the fighter pilots. He was just it watching on radar. Voice. Yeah, and it was just kind of going crazy. Well, what's crazy so to why, me um, is that is how accurate the radar is. Right, I know fifty feet's pretty big, and there's smaller things that show up on radars, but they're like, hey, there's something out there. Go check it out. Boop boop boop. All oh, there's something there. Well. 50 feet's gigantic for radar, right? I mean, planes are what, like 
25 feet or oh, something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 no matter what the size, I mean, I, I'm just saying from my from everything I've seen, they've tracked things that are very small. Right. So <laughs> so what is the let's what's the what's the sci-fi? Let's get into the sci-fi theories. Well, um, um, now, and, and just as this is dumb, but we've got six minutes left on this meeting because. Yeah, we, there's a little, I, I got the stopwatch on mine too. So they haven't lifted it. They lifted your first meeting to be more than 40. So we'll have to stop in a bit. Um, <clears throat> so let me just tell you my, my take and then we'll go for, for, from wherever. Um, sure. Listen, if this is secret military, because of this guy's three outcomes that it could be, equipment malfunction is definitely not a, a case because it showed up on radar and it was confirmed by the pilots. The pilots have come out. They've, they've told you what they've seen visually. There is um, infrared video of this also. And so the whole, the whole event is very documented from both the perspectives of the the radar the um the pilots yeah but what's the sci-fi though and and so and so my thing is could this be government technology secret military it very well could be but the only way that we have that secret technology is if we reverse engineered ufos which i also believe happened and then so the third one it's a, it's actually an et extraterrestrial it could be a, a drone you know we, we're sending drones out into the universe um the more the more advanced we get with drones the more i'm surprised that the ufologists haven't considered that these ufos aren't drones like yeah. they still seem to think that it's like aliens hovering above us and it's like why would you do that like because they're from so far away, how would they even be manned? You know what I mean? Like, like, let's say, like, this makes me go, whenever I hear, whenever I see UFOs, I'm like, oh, this could be a drone, whatever. Also, like, I still subscribe to us in the future sending things back to try to find out when some incident happened, you know? So, like, in that case, too, you'd send back an unmanned drone. Um, but we Did you still- say from the, from the future? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that I straight up believe in that, but it's always been on my mind that, like, um, what causes more confusion, though? Like, if the, if the government has a secret thing that they're trying to hide, if, if you spin a fucking story that's all about, uh, well, maybe it's extraterrestrials, and then you get a bunch of people talking and it muddies the waters <clears> and then <throat> pulls people away from the, what they're working on technologically. I mean, it's highly possible that years ago that when they were testing uh, drones out, who knows what they're testing now with various shapes and whatnot, people, you know, some guy sees it and they don't want to admit that they're working on something so that the the goddamn Russians find out about it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. No, 100%. That's the everything will always be secretive. And, and, you know, you hear the thing that like military is always like at least 20 years ahead of us, like picture our technology of today 20 years ahead of that is could also seem like magic you know the way that science is moving you look at cern you look at so is the sci-fi take that it is aliens my <clears throat> my take is that 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 
that that was an alien drone because um, they say that that thing, when it got close to the water, it was doing something to the water. I don't know what, but they got, the pilots were saying that the water was being affected. So it wasn't just hanging out. It was like doing something to the ocean. Okay. but it, so It was screwing the ocean. <laughs> They come. They come to fuck our oceans. <laughs> they're trying to. They're trying to fuck the whales, just like they fuck the cows, right? Look, man, in space, there there isn't any lubrication, right? So when you find a planet full of water, you send everybody you know over there, and you fuck the shit out of it. I would love if they built if they built a bunch of machines that could travel through space, but they had no lubricant whatsoever. <laughs> That's just, all they've been doing to come here. They just come here to fuck. Um, Where they get the, they get their three day R and R pass and they come to the states and they fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. What was my nickname for you at the thanks? Was it Dirty Wade? Oh, uh, it was insulting. You got all the kids to say it. <laughs> <laughs> was it Dirty Wade? I think it probably was. It was something like that. It was something I didn't. I didn't like. It was something Trumpian. <laughs> All right. Okay. Hey, everybody! Welcome back to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. We're sitting here talking to our good friend, age old, 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 old friend Matt Dwyer. Uh, Dwyer, you've been a bit of a tastemaker throughout your life. Uh, take five seconds. Recommend recommend a new band that people should listen to. Oh boy. Um, oh, I like uh, Sloth Rust quite a bit. Uh, Sloth it, Rust. Rust. S L O T H R U S T. She's a really good lyricist. Uh, I like uh, this rapper from New Orleans called Boyfriend but it's a woman and she um, she's uh, she kind of uses a lot of sex, but she also dresses in real frumpy sort of shitty underwear and hair curlers. <laughs> she's really interesting though. All right. um, <laughs> she, does a, she does a lot of stuff with big Frida. If you're into big Frida, um, uh, sk- uh, sk- skating Polly. There's a pretty decent band. They started when they were like teenagers. They started when they had like braces. They were like 13. Yeah. But they've been, I like, do them. you know them? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, Xena, what's your name from X took her under, took them under their wing. Really interesting. Um, it sucks. Cause I can't look at my, um, yeah, I know your internet. Uh, while I you're... can't look at my, I, I can't look at my, my music app. Cause I forget names easily. No, this was great. Yeah. You gave us three, 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 three good fans to check out, or artists, I should say. I guess artists. A lot of the music I've found myself interest listening to lately has women uh, front people. I feel like women are doing more interesting music than the guys. guys. Oh, the, patri- the patriarchy is over. I mean, it's about <laughs> time, right? Yeah. If I didn't mention Summer Cannibals, I like them a lot too. Okay, but, uh, cool. So, yeah. I like, uh, I'm just going to throw mine in there. I like Mr. Bill. Electronic. Is that a... B- glitchy. Oh. Glitch hop. 
You know who I just found out? This is blowing my mind that I'd never heard of these guys until like two days ago is Ockerville River. And they've been around since like 1997. And oh, yeah. Never. Wow. I didn't know. Th- I didn't know they were from 97. But yeah, they're great. I only I think I discovered them they're around from the 2005. So long. You know what sucks is like when you discover a band that old, you're immediately overwhelmed by their library and you want to support them, but you don't want to buy a hundred dollars worth of music. So you kind of have to just like buy one album. You have to roll the dice and buy one album and then see if you like that. I mean, now everything's streaming and stuff, so you can support them in other ways, but like, I don't know. It's, 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 it's just, they, they sound like counting crows if counting crows still existed as they did back then, you know? Um, I, I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> no, hey, I'll fight, I'll fight, you, I'll fight you on that. I will fight you on that because I liked Counting Crows. I liked that album that they had. The, okay, Jeffrey like Lewis's the, most Jeffrey Lewis's most recent album is really great. If uh, anybody's that? into that, so, he's he was part of the anti folk music uh, that uh, like uh, Moldy Peaches was a part of. But he's also, he's spread out and done more stuff than just like anti-folk. He's done like more electric stuff. His new album is more just like an electric rock pop album, but he's very quirky and weird in his lyrics. He uh, he also did a folk album cover of uh, Crass songs, which was pretty great. Crass, the punk band from England. That anti-folk thing, I read about that a couple of years ago and it kind of blew my mind that there was like this weird... I didn't really like Moldy Peach is like, I don't, I don't really like it. It all seems kind of hokey to me, but it's, it's kind of good music, you know, but like, I don't know. It's a, it's a cool scene, I guess. I don't. Yeah. I never followed the Moldy Peach as much. Uh, I became, to, I, I hated the movie Juno so much. So <laughs> and they had that song in Juno. Well, but, that's uh, just because you're a misogynist and you hate strippers who become writers. Oh, I thought it was uh, just the hokey, shitty dialogue in a sort of a weird pro-life movie. But uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> just uh, yeah, I just loved it. It was an independent movie made and with mil- multi-millionaire famous people. I that was that, yeah, no, but that was the time when people were making independent movies that just there's no way these aren't independent movies. They're just they just yeah, don't yeah. have. They just weren't in a studio that would give them um, distribution. That definition is so, it's such a misnomer. You can have tons of. I forget. I always forget his name because it's like real ordinary, but the guy who made uh, Tangerine, I'm like, that's an independent movie. And that's a movie that's not mainstream. And is he did on next to nothing. And it's a fucking great movie. He's like today's Cassavetes. Uh, Did you see that movie? Funny, yeah. That I mean, like, like um, fun, sort of like, uh, 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 Jesus, what is the fucking trivia? Fun, fun trivia about that movie <laughs> was it was it was shot at the donut store across the street from the lot from- that Dwyer and I worked at for like years. Me too. Uh, Twenty years ago. And and yeah, really, but I, like, <laughs> I was emotionally scarred by that uh, job for years. Oh, worst job, worst job ever. 
Um, all right, let's get to the topic. Get back to the topic. Okay. Willie, reintroduce us to us. We're we're basing it on this USS Nimitz uh, UFO so here, sighting. But let let's, do the, the whole, let's do the, the fun sci-fi. This, this thing happened back in 2004. Um, and it it's very well documented. There aren't that many UFO um, stories that are as documented well as this, where you have the expert witnesses being a pilot. I think if you're a pilot in currently working you are an expert witness because they give you stress tests you know if you're stressed you can't fly <laughs> you get your desk wings so this thing became popular this thing only came out because of tom DeLong from blink 182 he what? he jumped online and 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 told everyone he believed in aliens and then people started giving him top secret stuff and this came out because he w- he forced their hand. He was going to release this in th- this video and and all this information, and so they had to beat him to it to like make it not as important. The crazy thing about this this video, because this is released by the new the New York Times and by the Washington Post on the same day, who for decades um, denied. I don't, I'm not going to say denied, but they didn't publish UFO stories. Um, because of Project Blue Book, where the government said, hey, there's nothing to these UFOs, right? Um, so, so <clears throat> when well, you... Well, let's just, but let's, let's just jump ahead. Let's pretend that these are aliens, right? Because I don't think, like, if you look well, at this video and stuff like that, there's no reason to believe... That's my whole thing. That's that, I mean, I mean let, me, let me just finish this real quick. I'm sorry to cut you All off. Right. But, but the thing is... If you listen to the witness's testimony, they say this thing goes from zero to a thousand. And, and they talk about a couple things that, the, that this craft does that, sure, a person couldn't be in there. But currently, there's nothing that we have um, proportionally, proportionally or technologically that we can make this do that. Go from zero to a thousand without any sign of propulsion. Right. Well, and, and and to 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 add on to that, like the only reason I brought that up is to to just say like how erratic it was moving. Like that doesn't mean that if it is aliens, that they don't have some way to like safety the pilot. You know what I mean? Like yeah, let's say yeah. there is an mm-hmm. alien in there. Like they have this technology that we don't have, so like we can pretend that like the alien is in a bubble and he's he's protected from all of this like fucking G G force shit. When, when you create your own gravity field, the other gravity fields don't, you don't react to the other ones that you're not because you, you know what I mean? When you create your own gravity, that's your bubble. You can do whatever you want. I mean, I, I'm just saying that like, I believe an alien could have been in there, but the crazy thing is this, they released this video, but what they didn't release was the video that defied our current belief system of physics, right? So there's more to these videos, but those are the parts that were not released. These were bo- these this 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 video and this story was re- released on two major publications on the exact same day. You saw the video, and then the story went away because nobody saw anything weird. Oh, there's a weird thing. Who fucking cares? I'm just saying that, like, they're not showing you the crazy stuff. And so I'm just so from that to jump into the crazy stuff, let's say there's fucking aliens in there. Like, I mean, let me ask you guys, 
you guys both who, you know, you don't believe that this is aliens. It, if it were, if they've. No, if they've, no, no. Listen, I mean, I, I think for the, for the, for the purpose of this conversation, Dwyer and I were the same person. We can, <laughs> we can just pretend that there's an alien in it. Like you don't have to convince us because our standpoint on aliens is okay. So what? You know Show what me I the mean? Money. <laughs> uh, I'm still having a hard time getting over that somebody would give the guy from Blink 182 classified information. So that's I'm have I can't believe that. Let alone <laughs> well, not only the guy, not only the guy from Blink 182, but the guy from Blink 182 that none of the other Blink 182s could work with. Like they had to disband <laughs> because of this guy. Uh, uh, also, that just makes me skeptical of him. Like he's like, yeah, these people are giving me stuff. It's like, who are well, like, well, like, I mean, I mean, who? Here's the thing, Dwyer. I could what, say they gave me stuff. When when the Podesta emails were leaked, he was in them because he had gotten so he had gotten so far in that community that he did have top secret information. So when the Podesta emails were leaked, he that's what that's what brought him on the map. It's like, oh, what the fuck? This guy fucking knows shit. <laughs> um Did you did did you see those emails or is that here is things you've heard? Do you know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? No, I didn't see the emails, but it's been talked about on on all the news sites. Like, 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 um, v- valid news sites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, yes, one hundred percent. Like he, I would he, love to hear Willie's list of valid news sites. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, listen, my list is is none of them are valid, but 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 he's he's you know if if you consider the 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 New York Times valid. There you go. Um, but for I mean, like, like the like, sake like, of do you, alien do you, argument, do you consider like New York Times, Washington Post, CNN? Do you consider them Fox? I, I know I throw Fox in there, but like, do you consider the major news publications credible? For the, yeah, for the most part. Um, you know, I mean, I there are certain stories I approach, or you should approach everything with a little bit of skepticism. Great. That's all. Yeah, know, that, that, that's the answer. Yeah, that's the answer. But um, um, but I think like for the sake of alien argument, it's like you know, like uh, if they have capability to defy physics as we know it, then they definitely have the ability technologically to take care of you know. And who so knows what the makeup? Like if these are aliens, we're equating their how they would affect be affected by G. You know, force is that what I'm, I'm starting yeah. to sound like our president, but like yeah. it's like we don't know what their we we don't know what their DNA uh, makeup is or what makes them. We're yeah. comparing. Yeah, them they, could they, be, were, they could they be. They could be like made out of. They could be sponges sticking to the fucking window, like that. You know, yeah. it's like they could so be. That's why I think who's made think, of rocks. Oh, oh, the the lesser thing. The you mean the Marvel thing, not the John Carpenter thing? Yeah, uh, yeah, Marvel, Fantastic Four thing, or Marvel thing, or I mean John Carpenter's thing. They're all valid. <laughs> yeah, they're all things. But like, I mean, like if they're a ball of goo, then what's it like? We don't, or maybe they're vapor. Who knows what the fuck they are? So Willie, 
We're on board. We're going to continue talking about this like it's UFOs and aliens are behind them, whether they're in them or they're drones. Where does the conversation lead? So here, here, here's the biggest thing that is sounds so fucking stupid and sounds like fucking Star Trek, whatever. My, my take is this fucking aliens are here. They're doing whatever they want to do. They don't need to tell us that they're here. Um, basically, because who the fuck are we? We need to grow the fuck up as a species because if you're looking at us, we are killing ourselves and we're killing everything else and we're killing this planet without any disregard. I know that that, you know, all the, all the hippie shit, whatever, but, but if you're another species, like the la- you don't want to know us because we are destruction and, and, and we let, let, let's say that you could communicate telepathically with us and you were an alien race and, and you could, you could read the minds of everybody on the earth in one moment. Um, I would argue that not too many people at any given moment are thinking about our place in the universe, our, our existence. And, and you know, when like you, when you meet a feral cat, the last thing you want to do is try to pick it up because it's so scared. It's going to scratch you and, 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 and it can poison you with its feral claws. That's what we are. It's, it's not that it's not that we are happy killing each other or that we don't care about uh, a homeless guy we walk past. It's that we're so afraid of anything else that we could hurt them. And our nuclear technology is actually affecting things in different dimensions that we are unaware of. So when I look at the history of UFOs, most of that uh, uh, revolves around our nuclear capabilities. And so I would compare us as a species to the football team. Um, If you've ever been to high school, you know that the football team uh, like dominates, dominates the school and they're, they're really fucking dangerous. Like you don't even really want to walk by them unless you're on the football team, because then they're just going to beat you up and make fun of you. Uh, Like that's kind of what we are. We're kind of like anyone who's different than us. We threaten, right? We're also, we're also run by like the people who were on the football team who just sort of like failed upward. Like we're run by the dumbest people. Popularity is the best way to get elected for anything. Like how many fucking high school quarterbacks became like city council members or something? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean we've had we've had an actor become president. We've had an actor become governor. Like like a game show, and now we have a game show host. I mean, now we have the worst. Yeah, yeah. Of all scenarios, we have we have the guy that was playing the rich guy. I don't know why so many people think that he's a friend to them. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that, but yeah, but that, we're, we're destructive. I always thought of like humans are just like we're fucking bed bugs. We just won't go away. We destroy everything. We are, you know, we make the it huge portions of the world uninhabitable. 
Our yeah, we're like cancer, honestly. Whoever has the technology, it's like it's kept from the population until they can afford it. So let's say that there is this universal UN. I guess we could call them the what is the universal nations? No, that doesn't make sense. The, the how about the GN, the galactic the G But the, the nations part uni- is what's the galactic unification. So no, the GU. No, yeah. Is the this gal- a, is, and this is a thing we're making it up. How, how Oh, okay, you're making it. Up. I didn't know if this was uh, something the guy from Blink-182 got a hold of. No. No, no. Fuck that guy. Travis Bickle. <laughs> Travis Bickle all the way. Is that his name? Is that the drummer? No, tra- Travis Bickle is taxi driver. Oh, fuck. <laughs> You're thinking of Travis Barker? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't... Uh, I, I mean, why would... We would... Like, if there was a, a galactical uh, UN, they would... Of course they wouldn't want us. It's like the UN doesn't want the... Uh, our current UN keeps, like, the fucking shitty countries that keep starting wars and polluting everything. They keep them out. Yeah. But does that they mean they would- that... This GU, as we've just proclaimed, they're called, doesn't want us in there because they're benevolent? Because I think most people fear alien life forms, right? Like, because they're I, just here to kill us. I think uh, most people do because of media or enter- and entertainment, you know, because those are, you know, as, as writers of anything, you need conflict and uh, aliens need to be the conflict. There aren't many movies where the benevolent being, um, you know, maybe, maybe cocoon (laughs) ET ET. (laughs) Yeah. Which I think is interesting because ET is like this innocent being who's here to help or not here to help, but he's loving and he's here accidentally. And then, but it's like our scientists and stuff who come and ruin everything kind of like we were doing to the earth and to the universe. Yeah, they treated ET. They treated ET like a, a a black guy getting pulled over for a traffic stop. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that's what white Europeans have done the entire for centuries. Yeah, like so. So we, so, the, I, so, I've always, so there's so that's guy. why. Oh god! But that's oh go, no! Go on because I was just gonna I was just gonna bring it back to like why we would not be let in. But there, I want to know like what they're all about. There's a guy um, who is about, he was about to release this, this new documentary. Now, listen, I think the best UFO documentary out there is called Unacknowledged. And it's by this guy, Stephen Greer. He's a guy who was an ER doctor. He, he died as, as a teen. And he, when, when he died, he like, I don't want to say he gained special abilities, but um, um, he kind of saw the universe at, at, at any rate. He he has a thing where he gets people together and they meditate and they try to contact um, UFOs. And and he has a new documentary coming out. Um, and because of this, you know, coronavirus thing, it's all pushed or whatnot. But it's about to come out. And he talks about communicating with aliens um, via basically meditation. And um, um, he he was the guy that 
you know, the week before 9-11 happened, he gathered all these military witnesses, all these expert witnesses to say to Congress, hey, we have all these UFO stories. They're all being held from the public. Congress needs to know these stories and this needs to be public. And then 9-11 happened and then it all went away. Not saying that that has anything to do with anything, but it went away because we started focusing on different things. Um, so his new documentary coming out, of course, I haven't seen it, but it's all about contacting UFOs via meditation and astral projection. And, you know, he's basically saying that, like, it's it's possible. They're not like parlor tricks where if you want to show somebody a U- an alien, a UFO, that you can because they can tell your intention. So like if you have good intention and you want to communicate with them, you can because they want us to join uh, the galactic universe, but we need to grow the fuck up. We, we, we don't belong there. And so, so um, this is, this is kind of where you lose me because if, if aliens are super smart and they also recognize that some of us are not, football players who just want violence and not to be derogatory towards football players, but like why wouldn't they reach out to more of us? If they have all of these abilities, if you can communicate with them through your mind and astral projection and meditation, why haven't they like seeked out more people and been like, Oh, a good amount of this population isn't like Neanderthals. Like we can work with them. My, my answer to that is the universe is filled with Neanderthals. And if as a race, you, you can't evolve um, to handle technology and other beings, just move on, you know, like um, it's not their job. If we don't grow up, then we don't get to join. Like, why should they need to put any work into it? It's like, well, then, then doesn't that mean and this? I don't know if this is fun or not, but like, wouldn't they just bail on us? Then how, how are you still seeing UFOs? If they're just like, Oh, this planet's a wash, like, fuck them. Let's get out. Let's get out of here. Let's go find, uh, let's go find life on other planets. I, I mean, like, I think because they're still, a, I think because there's still a chance, and B, because I think time is is probably on a different level where it could take civilizations to see if we can join as opposed to, you know, a few hundred years. All right. Well, so then what is this? What is this? What is this union? Like, what's the point of it? I think that, um, and I don't know shit. And I, I think that um, if, I mean, uh, to me, it's just a responsibility thing. Let's say, let's say that there was a technology out there to where you could go through different dimensions. You could go to parallel, parallel dimensions, like no matter what they are, their technology is so much more advanced than ours that we probably can't comprehend it. And so um, let's say, let's say we could slip through dimensions um ju- maybe joining the galactic union would reveal extra things like that 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 was possible and would we be mature enough to not go fuck shit up 
I, I don't know. I'm just speculating. What, what do you think about all this, Matt? <laughs> I think if, the, if <laughs> I think if they had the ability to help us, they should help us because I think we're in dire trouble. And that's what that's where I'm like. If they see that we're like have, if, if they can read minds and communicate with us and psychically or whatever, it's like they should see that there is a small group of people who control everything, who are making this a bad place to live, and they should help us get rid of that. <laughs> like I'm sort of like, why aren't they doing anything? It's like you. It's like if you like every night you listen to your uh, neighbor beat his wife, you don't just you don't just be like, go, well, you know, that's how it goes. You know, you try to do something on some level. And I feel like they're, you, you know what I mean? It's like, well, I, I think, um, <clears throat> I mean, just to, just to answer you, I feel like when you look at the, the most hopeful <clears throat> examples we have, and I, this is, listen, this is a terrible example, but let's say, you know, like, young Justin Bieber who made it on his own and um, just saying everybody, everybody gets corrupted. Everybody fucking everybody who has the power pretty much abuses it on even on the smallest level. You know, we, we as a species um, th- there haven't, I mean, I can't even think of, more than no, it. like Dwyer's point is is correct. Like, if if we are the abused wives of the society that we live in, which we are, like, I feel totally fucking helpless with everything that happens in America. Why aren't the aliens coming to me and going like, "Oh, we can let's figure this out. Like, we can work with these like level-headed people and try and like make this planet not suck." Well, I, I mean, I hate to say it, but that abused wife—if she gets a little power—it's—it's it's like you know the, the, the our history of hazing, where it's like, well, now it's my turn to give it to you. That's a bad example. But all I'm saying is that, like, we, we, I personally—I mean, my 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 personal belief is it comes from um, um, when when you meditate that the state of your brain. Um, um, is is i mean you <clears throat> yeah sure you think it's like a different frequency or something i i, I know a woman who who and she's actually an, was a guest on one of my early episodes who claims she communicates with the plebeians which is yeah yeah i love alien. that episode i listened to that episode twice because i was like oh really trying to I figure don't remember, it out but a lot of it was I also the my one problem with it is anytime she went into alien voice, it was like cartoon, like stereotypical, like we are the aliens. <laughs> it was like, yeah, they don't like have better. They don't have like a, a cool bass sort of sound to them, or it's like they all sound like cartoon. But like she, like that was a lot of it. Was the they would send messages of love and you know very Buddhist like messages, but but again also not very like seeing that we were in trouble, but still not getting involved, which I can like, I don't know. It's like, if you're seeing kids struggling, uh, you know, in the park, you don't go like, well, they'll figure it out. Like, Oh, the kid fell off his bike. Oh, well he'll figure <clears throat> it out. Like, it's like you go and help them. But and I, I mean, like, Dwyer, Dwyer, you do. I feel like I would, I'm not sure. 
what percentage of the population would. I my my thing is when you look at like like you know how stupidly large the universe is, right? My assumption, which which is fucking made up in my own head is and is fucking bullshit, is that they've seen countless civilizations not be able to be responsible enough to join a bigger community. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, um, let's take the most racist friend that, you know, I listen, I know that people can learn, My dad. Can, but, but most people won't M- like no matter what you put in front of them, no matter what they see, most people won't learn. And so if you see whole societies, whole races of beings, just not be able to push past that. I know that we're, we're like in this brainwashed society. And so here's my thing. I personally believe that the powers that be the shadow government, the whatever, that they're actually purposefully keeping us from the society by just not even acknowledging that it, that it exists because if they came out and said aliens were here, I feel like that that would shift enough people to be like, Oh fuck. Like, my bills don't matter as much. Oh, my, you know, we're living through that now. We're living through that now (laughs) in a pandemic situation where people are now sort of realizing that like, Oh, I'm a product of the system. If it fails on this level that I am on, then the whole thing fails. Like every, the entire economy needs me more than I need the economy. Like, cause yeah. the, the majority of the population are these like paycheck to paycheck people who just go to work, pay their rent, pay their bills. When you stop paying your bills, when you stop paying your rent, it's like the anti Reagan, like trip trickle up thing. Like we don't need them. They need us. That and is people yes. are, that is the people shift are, that's happening right now, right? Like, like, right. like people we were talking I about hope before. Are realizing that, do you, I uh, think like if you, but do you think people are actually realizing that? Because I think that's true, and it is trickle up economics, and it's always been trickle up economics, and it's like they're going to bail out to corporations. It's like, but if you bail out to corporations and people still don't have fucking money to spend, what good is the fucking airline? up and running if no one can fly anywhere that is specifically happening right now it's so weird because i you know i follow republicans and democrats and i see all this stuff about people blaming everybody and it's like the republicans are all saying the same shit where it's like they're stopping this from from you getting your thousand (laughs) dollars whoa whoa hold on this thousand dollars is millions of dollars to these companies you know like but the thing that so the thing i think go on dwyer I was just going to say Robert Reich's point was that he was like, don't bail out the corporations. They can use the airlines and the casinos can use their assets to get rock bottom loans to get themselves up and running. You bail out the people because the people are the ones who will be able to, you know, fly somewhere. If people don't have jobs to return to or money coming in, no matter how it comes, nobody's going to be spending money on anything. This is I mean, the best so, thing that could have happened to us is for everyone to, no matter what you believe, to just watch it all unfold because everything does matter. I think it's sort of, I think it's like 
apologies to the people who are dying of it, but I do think it is like kind of a good scenario because I'm, I'm always, <laughs> I'm always sort of like, yeah, we should get rid of some people. Like we don't need these many people. Uh, but then also like, I do think Dwyer to answer your question that people are waking up to it. Like if you look on, because so to date this episode, just this morning, Trump is saying like, Oh, we need to like, we need to open, we need to like let people go back to work so that our economy doesn't suffer that much. And if you look at Twitter, I mean, I know that Twitter is probably more of a liberal skewing like medium, but people are like, fuck that. Like give us, give us money to live on. We're not going back to work. Like, it's this whole like strike general strike hashtag and like, I won't die for wall street kind of thing. And I think, I think that maybe this woke up some people to realize that like, if it weren't for us, nothing would be happening. Dude. I think that one of the best things that happened were these people that sold all of their stocks early with the uh, with knowing that they had some kind of information about something it's like dude you i mean like there are people obviously making money off of the economy you know but that they had some information and didn't let any of it out and 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 now this pandemic is happening and anything could have helped everyone anything could have helped everyone and both sides of the aisle seem to have dumped some stock questionably I've made a joke about that and I've pissed off people because it's like once you once you implicate the sacred Democratic Party, people are like, no, no, blah, they couldn't like I'm like, yeah, they're all both scumbags. They both get their money from the same lobbyists. They get their money from the same corporations. They're both they're neither party is. I mean, the Democrats are slightly looking out for people better, but. I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll we'll see. No, I mean, like a hundred percent. Like I, I really hope that it doesn't go back to the status quo of this two party system. Like yeah. I hope that people wake up and go like, Oh, our politicians are totally against us. Like we need to like change everything. The problem is I don't know that the system is set up for us to change anything whatsoever uh, yeah. because we have to fucking vote for them. Um, so we've it's been, like a, we it's, have been, this we have been uh, the FBI and the government has been dismantling organizations that help educate and unify the poor for decades. The yeah. Chicano movement, yes. Black, the Black Panthers, yes, they all were like. I, I just interviewed a guy, uh, Luis J. Rodriguez, who was and his books. He was a part of that and like was being surveilled for the FBI solely because they were organizing poor people and educating them, and that's the last fucking thing the government wants. On yeah. both sides, all day long, dude. The the, the, the FBI. Uh, that, it's, yeah, I was just gonna and, say it's it's weird that during the whole Comey thing and like since Trump got elected, suddenly the FBI becomes these heroes again, and they're like, "How dare he fire Comey?" It's like the FBI fucking told Martin Luther King to kill himself when they sent him the tapes of him having an affair. They told Martin Luther King yeah. to fucking kill himself. The FBI is fucking shitbags, and they always have been, and they always will be. <laughs> and they, and they, and they've never they've never like gotten better. Like someone coming in next, being like, "Well, you know, they used to run things bad, and now we're better people." No, dude, they're fucking corrupt. They're fucking their own agenda. 
All right, we need to take a we need to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back. Um, I don't know. We're we're all on board here. Like the government sucks. Overthrow the government. <laughs> I got a pitchfork. Let's use it. Let's use it. Yep. Dude, I don't know how you're. I, I know, dude. I have so much liquor. Like I have so much everything. I'm always ready. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. We're recording. Hey everybody. Welcome back to real life sci-fi. We're talking to our friend, Matt Dwyer. You can listen to his podcast conversations with Matt Dwyer. It's much more substantial than this. Like, I think it's like an important kind of podcast. It's, it's just, it's I, just I, I, I agree with you. Like, like we're just shooting the shit. We're getting drunk talking about, like sure things that I care about, but it's like, Matt, your your podcast like is fucking legit. Like, well, thank you. I I I, I I've I never considered. I don't know us, what I. Do. I've never considered us legit. You're fucking legit. <laughs> I don't. It's, I it's, think it, you're just as legit. I think it's what you know. It's what you enjoy. So here's the thing. There's podcasts about like fast food restaurants and there's podcasts just doing improv and playing characters. But I think like there are also podcasts that are like kind of more important to the world. And like, I think what yours gives the world is like viewpoints. And like, if I I would love for you to like reach like, you know, the red States to just get just a different point of view, like everything right now is such an echo chamber that like it's very hard to get different perspectives on stuff. And I think your podcast does that. I definitely feel like I, I've learned a lot talking to Christian Piccolini, who was the guy who re- helps uh, extremists get out of uh, their sort of Nazi world has made me uh, see, not see Nazis in a different light, but just see like, you know, it's all very similar. It's just people looking for identity and community and belonging, which is, you know, like his trajectory was very similar to like time-wise, like the years, the music he was listening to was very similar to mine. It was just like, I was like, I found improvisation and that was a world that brought me in. I could have, I don't think I would have become a Nazi, but I could have been involved in the cult or God knows what. And he just, said it was like the first time he felt important and people listened to him. And he was like, he's like, he's like, I knew it was wrong the whole time, but he was like, but I didn't want to give up the power <laughs> and, and the belonging. Wow. And it was hard for him. And it's, you know, and it's like, you know, they get you when you're 14 and you have fucked up homes and, you know, it's that like, kind of yeah, scenario. If you, if you really want to boil down humanity, it is just the need to fit in. And it's because we have, things built in because I, you know, if you, if you take it back to like hunter gatherer times, the only way that you survived was being social and like being a part of a group. Like if you were alone during those times, you were dead. And so we still have that in our brain. So like there's this loneliness that happens. And if you're not a part of a group, you feel like you're dying. And so all of our life is just about trying to fit into other groups. That's why it sucks so much when like you're trying to be a part of a group 
and they reject you because it like actually yeah. hurts your brain in a way where you feel like you're dying. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So it's very, I mean, it's I see very it my, easy. Go on. Oh, I just, I see it with my daughter when she's at the playground and somebody doesn't want to play with her or when somebody suddenly is mean, mean to her or, and it's just like, you can see her just crumble. And it's like, it's just such a, human need to want to be involved and accepted. And it's, uh, and it's, I mean, it's, it sucks because I, I could, I, you know, I know her pain, but I'm also like, how do you teach someone to not give a fuck? Because it isn't, it isn't that important to belong. It's more important yeah. to discover who you are and be an individual. And it's not an easy road and everything in society uh, conditioned you to be the opposite. I mean, yeah. you're conditioned to to be exactly like everyone else and to wear this and have that. And like, my, I remember my a friend of mine saying to me, "He's like, you thought it was fucking tough in when we were kids because you had to have the right tennis shoes." He's like, "Now it's the fucking right iPhone and it's killing me." <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Holy shit! Like it doesn't stop, and it's like I want to teach my kid you know, materialism and acceptance, you know, I've told her like your teachers aren't always right. Your, your, your friends who say that's not the, you know, I'm like, they're not right. It's like, you need to, and you need to tell people they're not right. Cause most aren't, they're just projecting yeah. their own book. I, you know, the hardest thing that I have had to tell moose are things where I'm like, hey, you know what? Some people don't want to hold your hand. Some people don't want to hug. Like, like, you have to respect them too, but it, it, it's a it's a weird lesson of like, doesn't matter what your intentions are; it's not up to you. You know, like, yeah. Do you? How old is Moose? He's uh, two and three months. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's getting into that where he's socializing and the way he becomes... meets them, if he has if he likes someone, he walks up to their face and stands there for as long as he can. <laughs> you know. Well, but that's why, so that's why, like, it's important to socialize and it's important. Oh, the internet yeah, is such yeah. a double-edged sword because, like, you can you can both be ostracized, but then also find your group. You know what I mean? And, like... Dude, my, the biggest argument that I'm in right now... Which is also dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's like, what I'm saying. I mean, that's why people become neo-Nazis or that's why, like pedophile pedophiles love the internet because it's so easy to fucking groom kids on it. Dude, I like the, yeah. this argument that's been ongoing that, that I've been in, which I don't want to be a part of, but I feel like it's my duty is that like, Hey man, I'm not trying to win an argument. Please don't unfriend me because we believe different things, you know? But, uh, uh, when you ask a question, it, the, uh, listen, we we have a lot. I have a lot of friends back home that are um, conservative. They are trying to defend the president, and so they ask these questions. And when people don't uh, give them the answer that they want, they just like I'm just getting told why I'm wrong, and I'm like, you you can't. I don't know that that that's the weird thing of like, if you don't want an ant if you ask a question and you don't want an answer that you don't like, 
you shouldn't be on these social platforms, you know, like then, then people end up unfriending everybody who believes something different. And it's like, no, that's the problem is that you've created a micro, a, a micro world of only people that agree with you are answering your questions. And, and I don't know. And so, so I, I use that as a microcosm to the universe where it's like, how can we go forward into the universe? Well, let's talk about that because I feel like you, this is non-judgmental because I don't believe anything that you believe, but you believe in different races of aliens. Some are benevolent, some are malevolent. You, you seem to pick and choose based on whatever makes you feel the best or whatever's the most interesting, I guess. Um, so if, if, if we are at this point where like this UFO that happened with the aircraft carrier, uh, carrier, um, and we are, we are supposing that the only reason we haven't made contact with them is because we are these sort of Neanderthals compared to them. Then where are the other alien life forms? Like, do you still believe in them? Or like, what do you, what, it, what is your actual belief? Fuck man. It's so fucking crazy because I do believe that there are aliens out there that are eating humans. Um, I believe that there are aliens that are, uh, yeah, quote unquote benevolent. But the thing is, is that like benevolence doesn't mean that you want everyone else to be benevolent. It makes you go, Oh, if you guys can't step up, you have no right to be here. And so I feel like they can also stop us from, let's just go to the extreme and say they can stop us from existing if we don't pass the test. And you know, like it is, is that a possibility? I say, yes. Well, but, let, but let's, let's just like peel back the onion a little bit because you believe in reptilians, right? Like you believe in the Illuminati. You believe that like our government has been infiltrated by like powers above us. So, in terms of this, just this one instance, the thing that we've been talking about where, oh, we're not, um, I don't, I guess, mindful enough to join this galactic union. Does, is that theory, does it coexist with the theory that we've, that uh, the Illuminati and reptilians and all that stuff? Um, well, I will say, um, my answer is yes. In that, um, what it, whatever the Illuminati, whatever the reptilian thing is, I don't, I don't. There's no way that that the truth of that is out there. Meaning, meaning, my interpretation is wrong, you know. But, um, but, but I do believe that there is that there have been aliens that, whether they're from the Earth or not, that have um, joined the 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 elite. And um, um, these benevolent ones that, I mean, benevolent is such a weird word, but allowing us to join the Galactic Union, do do they exist all side by side? Yes, yes. Um, um, I I think that the, uh, let's say that there are 
nefarious uh, reptilian ones, whatever that are like helping our government, like suppress us from joining this, this maybe they feed off of our negative emotions. That's one thing that's out there. Um, it is a threat to them and, and everyone in charge for us to join this union because they're fine with the state of control that they have now. now so take away aliens, T just take away aliens, take away reptilians, right? Um, let's say that we had the opportunity to join the galactic union. Everyone that is in charge, everyone that has power right now would lose a lot of that, including religion, you know, um, Everyone would have everything to lose for us to know that there's a galactic civilization that we could join. That's, that's my take. Dwyer, let's bring you into this. If you were to believe in aliens, uh, and don't give me the apathetic, I don't care thing. <laughs> <laughs> which, would you, which would you be most prone to believe in? And also, do you even know anything about like all these different aliens? No, not really. Um, no, I just always think it's weird that they always have big heads. It's like, is that just because they're smarter than? <laughs> well, it's just like you know, it's like it was like, oh, well, they're they're smarter than us, so their heads should be bigger. It just seems like, <laughs> like I mean, that's like came when up they with used an alien. to like. Yeah. They, I mean, I think mostly, I think. I don't know if aliens were real, what would they give a fuck about us? Because it's like, if they're super hyper intelligent, um, it would be like, you know, it'd be like hanging out with fucking kindergartners. You would just be like, what the fuck do I want to talk to these? Well, I have nothing to say to these people unless there's also, something I'll, that. I mean, I'll, I'll say it like, like this, like in the same way that you're like talking about, like uh, leaping forth to help victimized people. We, you know, if I saw a hamster, like, bullying a bunch of other hamsters, I would be like, get that hamster out of here. You know? Like, why is that hamster in with these other hamsters? Yeah, and it's like, how long, How bad are they going to let it get? Like, it's like, it's already pretty bad. Like, we're teetering on the end, end times. <laughs> Fucking excellent point. Excellent point. I mean, I don't think that there's ever been a better valid excuse for the non-existent of aliens other than like we're doomed, like we're up an, against a system that we can't defeat. So unless we're point? just like, a, yeah, unless they're just, a, we're a social study. Like, you know, it's like we're uh, fucking ants in a cage and, or whatever those things would be. You know, mean, they're just like, well, let, let's see if they pull it, you know, and then if, if our uh, ex existence comes to an end and they'll be like, yeah, well, that's what we kind of thought was going to happen. Or your theories were correct, Bob, because all aliens <laughs> go by the name Bob. Here's the weird thing about <laughs> – um, um, so, so, like, take everything you said and then picture this. From their perspective, there are thousands of nuclear weapons on the ready all over the world. And, and we, are, we are actively bombing and striking people without even us – we're, we're hanging out right now and there's probably bombs going off right now. 
And 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 so from their perspective is the bombs, not not the not the person that doesn't want anything bad to happen to anybody. Like there's shit going on right now. I think that's a very romantic way to look at it. Where, but it's also, but it's it, it's like. So the reason they won't help us is because we're fighting each other. But like the reason that they should help us is because we're fighting each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. They haven't done anything yet. And it's like, you know, what, what, what like World War II, they weren't like, well, this is pretty bad. Or it's like, and plus, if we can't, just as a side note, we, if we can't use our nuclear weapons, if our, our environment is, is on such a fucking thin line right now that that would really send things fucking spiraling if that ever actually happens. It would, it's even if we just dropped a couple of them, like it's like, it, it's weird because no matter what you believe, the extremes of every belief is like, is like, this is the limit right now. You can't have nuclear war. You can't fucking, we can't stress out the environment more. We can't fucking people are at the, at the end of their limits. Like every possible extreme is like, I mean, like, this is fucking it, right? I mean, like, I don't, I don't believe that we are experiencing end times, but I'm like, I mean, this is, this is, Has I'm, anyone- glad, I'm glad that we get to experience a moment where the system, the system need, like, needs to respect the individual for a second. Yeah. Has anyone ever floated the theory that aliens are just creeps coming down here to peep and tom on us and jerk off? <laughs> like, they're always they're always like just smarter than us, but maybe they're just a bunch of creeps who are just like, hey man, look at the tits on that one, and then they jerk off, and then that's why they fly so quickly because they're afraid they're going to get somebody's going to spot them whacking. <laughs> that's what the that's I just, what all like, the- enter it. That's where all the I, mythological I like stories I, were, you know, like, oh, fucking Zeus came down and had sex with a girl. Like them, like, them flying true. away is uh, the same speed as I slammed my door shut when I was 13 and someone caught me jerking off. <laughs> get out of here. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Is there? I know there's intermingling with aliens and like other older religions. Is there anything with Greek mythology and aliens or is that just because everyone knows Greek mythology is bullshit? Like there's nobody that believes that anymore, right? As a religion? No. No, there's got to be some fucking jackass out there. who's like, I'm sure there, I'm sure there is. I mean, like, <laughs> listen, there's a bunch of people following Jared Leto in a cult right now. So like, I'm sure there are people who. <laughs> oh, really? Think- is that what he was doing? Does he got a little cult he, going he, Yeah. So what happened is he came back from his like desert and found out that there was a pandemic. And I think he just went straight back. And now he's like leading a cult and he calls it a cult. And maybe ironically. And so they're just out there and he's like their Jesus or whatever. Now his but if you know, <laughs> I buy it. I mean, I can't that guy, that motherfucker. Jesus, what a fucking outlier He's, in terms of. Dude, uh, also, listen, just like, the, the last movie I saw in the theaters was Blade Runner because uh, 
you know, Shauna was pregnant and we haven't, I want to watch movies with her, whatever, whatever. His presence in that movie was the most offensive thing that I can remember being offensive. If you ever have a doubt, go on, go on. Oh, I was just going to say like, you know, there was method acting in the seventies where it was like De Niro and stuff. And then it's like, and then it became like an asshole's venue. Like now it's just like, it's just to be like, see what I did. Like it's, it has nothing to do with the craft. It's just like, no man, I'm a real artist. I fucking lost 70 pounds. You know, it's just, it's jerking <laughs> off and he's not a good, he's not that good. Like he's wow. just so affected. And it's just like, it's so self-aware where it's like, you watch those guys from the seventies, you know, like uh, what's his name? Who's in, uh, who plays Fredo. Like he's just so natural and unaffected by any, you know, he's just so natural where Jared Leto, you could just, he's, you could fucking see his heart on in his pants. Cause he's like, so like, I'm fucking killing it. <laughs> if you were ever, if you, if you ever have any doubts that the world is a simulation, just look at Jared Leto. Like why the fuck does that guy still get parts? Like he said, I hate to agree with you. <laughs> I think the world's a simulation. And that's why I think that like we can you if we ah man, I don't wanna I don't wanna spread like misinformation, but like ah, never mind, never mind. Well I mean I was gonna gonna almost do a Jerry Farwell, like we can pray this uh, pandemic away. Well here's the weird thing is that like I was thinking about having trying to host like a meditation um because I, I, I believe that being a part of that galactic community can be forwarded by us actually like getting into a meditative, meditative state together. If people like can all focus on the same positive thing, I think that it actually makes a difference. I agree well, with yeah. you. Dwyer? I believe in my... Oh, I believe that meditation is, I mean, there's scientific proof that meditation is a, works, uh, helps alter the uh, brain. I, I can't think of the technical words right now, but, uh, and I, I've meditated and altered, but I feel like I'm a far more positive person than I used to be. And I used to be fucking cynical and hateful. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, we're on the same path, man. Like, we used to both be, like, very negative people. I think, like, with age comes the the compensation of, like, open-mindedness, hopefully, if you're living life correctly. And I I am open-minded to the belief that, like, positive thinking is, can positively affect your life, right? Uh. That's why I hate these pandemic times. I hate like having friends who are so fixated on the news and the 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 doom and gloom stuff. I'm not saying that like being positive about it is going to is going to wish the disease away, but like or the virus away, but I just don't want to hear it. And I think this like this is the mental reset it doesn't society needed. Yeah, and there's nothing good comes from 24-hour news. They they thrive on all of all of them. And if you think MSNBC is some fucking liberal news media, you're fucking higher than anybody. <laughs> Cuz MSNBC is is 
is corporate media and it's dangerous yeah. and they run, they've they've anyway that but that's a whole nother thing but it's but they all thrive on fear and it's like the old and that's the oldest news yeah from the old you know if it if it bleeds it leads is one of those the old news sayings from that's it's like my, they're thriving on this my conspiracy brain like couldn't comprehend that this coronavirus being a real thing because i was like well they're all just they're all just attaching to the fear. And so here we are quarantined. I think I think rightly so, but I also think like part of me is just like, well, you know, you all chose what to what to pay attention to and and it just, they just so happen to be right this time because there are so many things that were almost pandemics. I don't know. Well, we weren't um, prepared. We we in the past we've been more prepared for it. I mean, we should have, as a country, as soon as it broke in China, they should have started uh, preparing, which yeah. we didn't. Yeah, and, that's why you know, we got a dipshit. That's why my biggest argument is um, um, <laughs> for anybody who says that, that that it's okay for him to call this a China virus. I'm like, okay, that's 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 all right. But we could have stopped the China virus, the Chinese virus. Um, had we paid attention to anybody. And so now I call it the Trump virus uh, in America because this could have all been avoided. I'm not all of it, but. It could have been greatly avoided. If we had tests, that would have greatly avoided it. Like our our numbers are so skewed because there are no tests. (laughs) It's it's fucking bigger than you think. So that's, I I mean, go on. Oh, Oh, just anytime there's a a number, like if they're like, there's 235 cases in Cincinnati, say, they times it by 10 because you don't know who those people have been with. I have a friend, I got a text earlier today. My friend Joe Kilgallen's wife is a nurse in Chicago. And there was a guy, first of all, somebody had a party on Saturday night. So that's already fucking stupid. But this guy went to the party with symptoms. He's now in the hospital and he's refusing to give his information so they can contact the people who are at the party. Yep. Fuck. I don't know how I'm, that's almost like that's a should be a that's like a felony if you ask yeah, me. Yeah, that's killing yeah. people. I, I I agree. Like like yeah, fuck. That's why but that's why I'm kind of party. I'm kind of I'm kind of open to this. Like, I want these dumb people to hang out and die. And all right, some grandparents are going to die. My grandparents are dead. My my parents could die. I feel like I love them, but <laughs> maybe it's all right that they die. Uh, it I, depends who they vote, which, which side they vote on. <laughs> my, I, mom I, is, I am, uh, my mom? My mom? No, what? Oh, no, it was just my mom votes, voted for Trump, and she was out fucking doing all kinds of stuff. And I was like, I, I told her, and she was like, oh, it's fine. Like, she's I'm 80, and I can do what I want. I'm like, all right. I'm like, I literally said to her, how's the will? Is it, is it in my favor? <laughs> like, <laughs> what I am I getting? Do I get the house? Like, I could use the house. I mean, it's a great investment opportunity. Then you can become a landlord, one of these hated landlords. Well, mine's a fucking scumbag. 
Um, so anyway, I'm kind of, I'm like pro, I'm pro this whole Corona thing. Like, I think, listen, I'm being optimistic about it. I think maybe it'll wake people up. Maybe it'll kill a lot of people. I don't need them out here crowding up the streets. I'm staying home. If a bunch of strangers die, eh, they were probably assholes. I just, I just... I just want to drive to Santa Monica in under 40 minutes. Make that happen. <laughs> the air has been great in Los Angeles. It's crazy. Oh, gosh. I've been, I, I've it's been driving like, around. It's, like, it's fucking great. Um, um, but like I was saying to wait earlier, you're just going to start getting pulled over for whatever reason. Now, here's the thing. Like, like France was like protesting, uh, uh, you know, their quarantine. And they're like, are we going to um, – if we get to harsh quarantine, are we gonna are we gonna protest that? I mean, I'm not. But uh, uh, so at this point, I think it's like I, I I like America in the way that like your governor is in charge, and so if you live in a state where your governor is cool, he's like fuck it, shut it down. The president saying like, oh, we're gonna open it up by Easter means nothing yeah unless the governors all Not like yet. fall in tow yeah they california won't a friend of mine who's a nurse was telling me that we're lucky to be in california because a we're progressive um there's a lot of wealthy people here who are philanthropic so like not that i give a fuck about elon musk but he's trying to build ventilators so it's like that puts us ahead of a lot of uh, puts us ahead of a lot of people. Plus, we have more socialized programs here that yeah. will be- benefit people. Yeah, I benefit we, from we it. We have a lot of friends and uh, family in Colorado, and like they've had. I feel like they've had way more cases than us, and like they're way behind us in everything. And my, you know, my sister's a nurse, and like I'm just like fuck, dude. <laughs> Watch out. Like, are they even quarantined yet? I don't think so. Whatever. Um, no, so, they are. So, they are. So, so, I mean, I mean, take, take everything and, 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 and look at the way that uh, we, we, we have people telling us we, we have, I don't know. I mean, like, like, look at the senators. The, the crazy thing about the time right now is that like these senators are still like meeting with each other. Like they could all die, <laughs> you know, like they, I would love it. I would they, love it. They, they're all still important. And, and because of that, they, they, they're all disregarding shit. And they, could I think all- the whole thing, like to put it back on the sci-fi perspective, like I think the whole thing is a sort of microcosm for if aliens showed up right and there would be this camp that just like doesn't believe it you know just if they, if I, they showed up there'd be people who'd be like no they're not here <laughs> go on a hundred no a hundred percent and so that's what i'm saying like i think this is like this is kind of the most this happening is like the most sci-fi thing that's happened in our lifetimes where because we we haven't been alive during like a big war like obviously we're always at war and 
but it's never affected America. Yeah, we way, never right? we didn't get drafted. Like, didn't have a big name. We've never had to like turn our lights off at night for the fear of bombing or anything like that. So the only thing that the the only thing. So now it's like we're basically. Uh, I don't want to like lead into Trump's I'm a wartime president thing, but like it is that it's like, I don't even have a point. I don't even have a point. Um, If aliens show up, it's going to be exactly like this. Only maybe they'll zap a bunch of us. I mean, I, I, I I picture aliens showing up and, and uh, uh, influencers uh, get more hits. (laughs) you know instead of instead of people contemplating our our place in the galaxy in the cosmos is 100 percent. it's like oh what what does shane think about this alien (laughs) like what do you think about it i like the idea that you brought up that it would shift all the power and take away from the religions which would be fantastic I fucking hope that that happens, but people who are religious, I mean, it's the same tribal instinct uh, that people are party, just vote along the party lines. Like they're just going to, they're just going to believe whatever their fucking leaders tell them to. They're not going to think for themselves and nothing is going to get. My power is if, listen, if Trump can call the coronavirus, which has a name, uh, COVID-19, whatever, if he can call it a, Chine- a, a Chinese virus, then we can call pedophilia a, a, a Catholic uh, uh, problem. True. Yeah, a, ca- a, Catholic, <laughs> a Catholic bacteria. This is a, this is a Catholic problem. Um, you know, the rest of society is fine. This is a Catholic problem. Fuck yeah, me. we should rename pedophilia Catholicism. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Dwyer, do you have any plugs that you would like to give? Just the podcast, and then you can go to thematdwyer.com, and that has everything you need from me. It'll take you to my social media. It'll take you to my merch. It'll take you to my podcast. Uh, yeah. All right, M-A-T-T-D-W-Y-E-R.com. Yeah, the, yeah, thematdwyer.com. Oh, it's the Matt Dwyer. Yeah, somebody else has the Matt Dwyer. I, I don't know if it's the uh, there's a UH UFA one of those fighter guys. Who is, that fighter guy, you know, with, Who is that motherfucker? Who is that motherfucker? With any luck, he'll also- die. He'll die of the coronavirus, and then you can uh, scoop up that URL. <laughs> Here's hoping. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Willie, do you have any uh, final plugs? Uh, you know what? Uh, I'll just keep saying it. You know, subscribe to me on uh, uh, YouTube, Robotic Willie. Also, do uh, join the jam with two M's. We're so close to 100 subscribers. Uh, I will second the join the jam. If we get 100 subscribers, we're going to have to make new sketches for you guys. And then... Uh, uh, I went to, I made a Joe Troman, a cartoon. Is this recording? Oh, you look frozen. Okay. No, you're fine. Um, 
uh, Mondo Trash Show. It's this cartoon. Is, uh, I shouldn't call it that. I guess people in the industry call it animation. But uh, <laughs> follow the follow Fallout Boy on Twitter because we're going to be release, releasing a cartoon on there. I think Willie, you did a uh, voice. Yeah, yeah, I did some voices on it. Yeah. So we're going to release our animated series on Fallout Boy's Twitter. So follow Fallout Boy um, and check it out. That's fucking cool, man. Uh, like, like it, it's it, it, it's weird that you guys made this amazing cartoon that like can't get distribution, but you can you can get a following, which is amazing. I like, yeah, yeah. I think we we just want eyes on it. We just want people to like it. Like, I I don't know. I think the ship has sailed on like making money on it, but um, I just want people to like it. That's the only reason I'm a writer. I want people to like like my stuff all right dwyer thank you so much for being here do you want to continue on to the bonus episode yep let's do it okay so we'll be coming right back uh on our bonus episode with matt dwyer uh remember that every uh wait how how which one is this which one is this fuck god damn it Um, just because just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. Thanks for listening, everybody.